in this episode. Huh, you can, I can just, if I don't like it, I can just stop. Well, why did you start in the first place? How about we start there? Because I really love boobs. Now that's Jessie G continuing her story about her cross-dressing slash transitioning life in the second and conclusion of my chat with Jessie G in this curious conversation with me, Giselle Mirasol. It's a bit of a late post on my end. Sorry about that, everyone. So I'll try my best in this episode to explain what has got me so busy that I haven't been able to post lately. I know it's been late, but I'm I'm ready to apologize. But how about we get this episode up and running, shall we? Yes! Yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Cross Yes Podcast with Giselle Mirasol. Yes! Yes! Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to the Cross Yes Podcast. The podcast that still says yas to everything related to cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender. My name is Giselle Mirasol, cross-dresser, nurse, and new newlywed, and host of this podcast, The Cross Yas Podcast. We got a Discord, you guys, where you can chat with me, Sierra, and other listeners if you want. You can find out how by going to our website, www.crossyaspodcast.com. There you can also find ways to support us, like our Patreon, where you can get bonus content if you like. And finally, if you have a story like Jesse G in this episode and you really enjoyed it, but you have your own story that's cross-dressing, sexuality, or gender-related, and you're wondering, hmm, can I share my own story with the world? Well, you know me, and you know the podcast, so that means you know the answer. The answer to your question is allowed. Frickin' Yes! You know you can talk to me, right? Email me, Giselle, at crossyaspodcast.com. You can tweet me at crossyas, or you can reach us on Instagram at crossyaspodcast. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Happy January, everyone. I know it's almost the end of the month. Holy shit, has the month flown by. Holy shit! Um, little bit busy. If you guys aren't on the Discord, you would know that me uh, and Kirsten actually got married this past Saturday. Oh my god, okay. Good choice. I know, crazy, right? Um, yeah, we just got married this past Saturday. Congratulations to us. Thank you to everyone who's given us the shout-outs on Discord and everywhere else, our loving family and friends. Thank you guys to the people who showed up. Uh, it was amazing. Uh, yeah, we had a quarantine wedding, so it was kind of weird. There were restrictions. We were able to have it at our church, um, which unfortunately we haven't gone to in a while because of COVID. Uh, I want Kirsten to actually come on the podcast which we'll probably talk about it, and that'll probably be an upcoming episode. Uh, yeah, it's uh, pretty stressful on both our ends, more so on Kirsten, as she had a lot of issues that we'll talk about. Um, a lot of ordeals, a lot of crazy things happened, but it worked out. It went well, and yeah, we have great photos. Um, possibly I'll post those. We'll see. Uh, got married, and that was wild. Um, so that kind of delayed it. Um, I know it's, what, Wednesday, Thursday now. Um that uh, I didn't post last week because, uh, yeah, it was just stressful leading up to the wedding. I was trying to release the episode on the Saturday of the wedding, but, you know, things came up, obviously, the wedding. But um, I'm just going to post this second part of my curious conversation with Jesse G. Uh, the previous conversation was, shoot, it was almost like a little over two weeks ago. Sorry, guys. Where she talked about her life uh, living north of the United States. And she's had her own troubles and own issues. But uh, she, yeah, she talks a little bit about her transition last time. And she'll talk a little bit more of how that's changed her life in this episode. So I'm sure you guys will enjoy that. I'm going to try and post a little more. I'm going to try some new things on Patreon. So check out that. Possibly going to call it uh, Giselle's Gripes because I got a lot of problems with uh, the world. So I'm going to try and do that. But yeah, it's just been pretty busy and just kind of tired. Even if our wedding was just last Saturday, um, just kind of recuperating uh it's been a long week shoot trump's out of office thank goodness and we have a new president and vice president uh tons of stuff has happened in the transgender and gender world with uh yeah new health it's an hhs uh assistant deputy secretary levine uh heard about her is that her name i uh, probably messing it up but um yeah let's just get this episode started uh, i'll talk more about that later uh, maybe in another episode or on the patreon so check that out uh but yeah check out our website hope Thank you guys for being patient with me. I've been kind of busy, but um, love you guys. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. And uh, yeah, uh, this is my second part and conclusion with my talk with Jesse G. Thanks, guys. Enjoy. Okay. So I don't take offense to the term wife. It's just... Got it. Okay. Okay. 
But um, so, we were but coming out to her and stuff. How did how was that? Oh, uh, let's see. Now we've been seeing each other for a month or so at that point in time. And then, all right, and you're always testing the waters a bit to see if they're a bigot or not. Always, always. I'm doing uh -huh. that today, even with Kirsten. I'm like, does she have these? Kinds of <laughs> does she does she have something going on? <laughs> I'm oh, just are you okay with this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll just throw a, I'll just uh, burn a Nazi flag outside the house real quick. And I'm like, oh, is she okay with this? She... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nazi flags. I don't even know where, the, I don't even know where people buy them anymore, but eBay, I don't know. Amazon, I'm sure there's some there's some seller that sells. <laughs> I don't know. I'm imagining Amazon probably pulled it off. Yeah. Oh, well. It probably um, delivered from South Carolina or the South. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. There's okay. somebody, there's a website somewhere. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're just a few weeks into it and at some point in time it's another one of those situations where I mean, one of the things when I'm getting up to a decision, I'm like, oh, should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I? And I go, oh, fuck it. I've made so many actual good decisions just by saying, fuck it. Me too. Uh, Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so this is what's going on. And she's like, oh, okay. Well, I guess we'll see how that goes. And it's worked out. So nice. But well, and it's way better to lose somebody at that point of a relationship early on, especially for something that's such a big part of you. It doesn't matter how much you're cross-dressing, but it is going to be impacting your relationship i totally and, agree i totally yeah. agree. Mm -hmm. so get it out of the way right at, when you're a little ways in long enough to know that mm, maybe i want to keep this person around for a while but not so long that it's you can't risk losing them over it right right you were gonna say no no i was um i'm, I'm listening yeah no no I, I totally agree that like, you know how people wait like 20 years, like you were saying earlier, how it's not the cross-dressing, it's the, oh, so you had 30 years and now you decide, um, you're just going to tell me right now, you couldn't have told me 30 years ago or 20 years ago, like, it's or not finding the, the stash. Oh. oh, God, yeah, the stash. Oi, oi. It so is then, so much, it already open, so you can hang all your stuff in the closet. <laughs> so then, what happened like so with your wife not that she's you know the ultimate like woman not the golden unicorn that every crossdresser looks for for that significant other that's just totally accepting of it did she have her doubts did she have her like issues where she's like yeah okay, she was sort well, of she was unsure of it for a little while trying to figure it out but she's been buying me clothes and stuff for years so I guess she might be that unicorn one. Nice, um, nice. She she was pretty nervous around uh, when I'm like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I can't keep being secret. I have to bring this out and be more open about it. Mm, and okay. she's a little nervous about that. Not as much for the impacts on her, but because right, you always hear of hate crimes and discrimination and all that stuff. But came out and there's right. been like nothing. So now she's like, oh well, this seems pretty okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, I didn't, I just um, had to do a, I had to go up to Northern BC where my brother, my younger brother lives up in Fort St. John, which is deep oil and gas country. Hmm, like, okay. This is jacked up trucks. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like <laughs> trucks. I like trucks, but I, I look at some of these things, they're too jacked up and they have the truck balls and I'm like, man, you ruined a good truck. <laughs> I'm, I'm a prairie girl, right? I can appreciate, <laughs> I stopped by. Right. One of the reasons it got held up yesterday is because we were driving by, and I'm like, oh, you haven't seen my grandparents' farm. Maybe we should swing by, right? Go down the, the gravel road to the old farm, talk to the new owners for three hours. <laughs> and they finally, it turns out after 30 years, they found my grandfather's tackle box in the barn. Nice. We're fishing. So I'm like, sweet. Well, near my brother, though, right? This is a place where people have stickers on the back of their trucks that say, fuck Trudeau. <laughs> oh god okay and i'm like i want a whole bunch of stickers that say i'd and just stick them on top yeah. of that. <laughs> nice nice so out there i'm like hey i am not going to be dressing up as a chick out here probably also, not probably not yeah also a place i wouldn't be planning on moving right probably not either yes yeah it's sort of like my one uh, sort of like somebody said one day they're like 
I don't know why people call it butt fuck nowhere. People that are into butt fucking go somewhere that isn't nowhere. <laughs> I promise you, one of those people are into butt fucking. They just are. Yeah. It? Oh, oh, yeah. A lot of them are into it. Oh, yeah. But he is right. Like those of us, right, who are part of the LGBT, right? Because we are, even if it's not always, we went over that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, people tend mm-hmm. to move from the small town into a bigger center because there's more people or it's more just generally accepting or mm-hmm. at least at the very least everybody doesn't know everything about you right right because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah i don't know if you ever saw the canadian show that went global corner gas mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah well it's filmed just outside the city here in a small town and you watch it and people i'm sure from larger cities are like oh, that's funny and those of us that are from here are like wow, this is a reality show. <laughs> it's a comedy. It's funny, but there's some jokes where it's like, that's not a joke. That's true. <laughs> you're like, huh? Yeah. That's life. You look at, you look over here. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's actually happened. That's speak. <laughs> and I think what's happening is a lot of people that used to have a whole bunch of problems with it. Cause they were thinking that all, all trannies were perverts and wanted to rape people are sort of getting to a point now where they're like, they're noticing that we don't want to. Yeah, imagine that. Imagine that we don't want to rape people, yet they still close these bathrooms off for, for men and transgendered people. The fuck? Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> and the easiest option is just to make them for both. Who cares? Right. Exactly. Well, it's like, go to a clothing store. I can be in guy mode. Uh, 20 years ago, went into a women a women's store, and they were like, no. No, they were kind of nervous. And then like last week, right, went out. Not a problem. They didn't care. Want to try some stuff on? Go for it. <laughs> uh, have you had any bad experiences then as dressed up or as Jesse outside other than the. Well, I guess you didn't really other than the you can't go to work to teach these kids sort of thing. Yeah, can, yeah, yeah. No, no. And that one passed. Wasn't even teaching yeah. kids, teaching adults. Oh. Um <laughs> And that one even passed. Now she's like, yeah, whatever. I was going to rest all the time there for like two months. And I'm like, we had to go to a meeting somewhere. And I'm like, huh, well, I guess I should. Uh, a quick meeting came up. I'm like, yes, I should run home quick and, uh, you know, man up. And she's like, wait, what? <laughs> all right. Uh, look at me. She's like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. See? God. Well, I, su- I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, actually, there's been pretty much no negative things. Now, of course, we've had, you know, the plague. Uh, so that's really limited time outside. But yep, yep. it's also been good to get comfortable with it because whenever you go out now, right, you're putting on a mask. Right, right. So all of a sudden you're anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you, it's hard. I'm not you, sure. Unless you're wearing a big old, like, I don't know, burka for a six foot three person there. <laughs> oh, yeah, they totally know I'm a dude. But at the same time, right, they're not going to be right. They don't know who I am. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I feel like a ninja, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's your mask so on. Correct. Yeah. That's one plus side. Like, I mean, those people that are like, right, because there's the classic challenges of, oh, have to go to the ne- met to the mailbox, going to go get a drive through gonna go grab something from the convenience store right you see right, these right. ones those little challenges it's like well if you have a mask on right it, it's like a layer additional layer of armor it's no more one will supportive know. than a bra <laughs> yeah 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 good point good point hmm. um, it's always interesting to try to get that feminine form because we're all sort of desiring that feminine form well that was my next question oh. how do you how do you, well one of them is is passing important to you? And if it is, how do you pass? Or do you try to emulate the feminine form in any way, shape, or literal form? Um, what's the best way to describe passing? I would like to pass, but I know I'm not going to, so I just have to own it. Nice. Confidence, girl. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> you, just, you just have to own it if you're not going to. Um, all right. But at the same time, like, Try to do a good job on the makeup. Make sure you're right. Good shave. Make sure, you know, I'm dressed appropriately for somebody my age and my body type. And it's all mm-hmm. about dressing for body type. Right? right. It's like, 
yeah, I'm not going to go out there wearing a mini skirt. Well, I might if it's right. You could, but yeah. <laughs> right. It's like, well, I'll go in there wearing the similar, similar clothing to what all the other women are wearing. No, oh, I should be good. Um, mm-hmm. As for physical changes, there's working out. Which one of the plus sides of just fully accepting going out is it's like, huh, maybe I should use that elliptical more. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, one of the plus sides is getting back into exercising, right? Because you're, uh, you're always uh, grazing when you're at house as opposed mm-hmm, to work mm-hmm. where you can only take so much. But if there's one thing that I've always been into, it's breasts. I'm totally a breast man. Hmm, okay. um, so, yeah, no, I have silicone breasts and I still we've all been there where we stuff them with whatever we have laying around. Agreed. Oh, and then you end up with lumpy <laughs> ones. Of course. And I remember oh, 15 years ago, ordered my first set of silicone ones. And they nice. come in, I put them in the bra, and it's like, this is awesome. <laughs> this uh, what is- size were they? What size were they, though? I'm a 40D. Nice. <laughs> there you go, girl. Well, you are a taller girl, so. I'm tall, broad-chested. Yeah, that. Um, yeah. And, of course, the plus side of being a cross-dresser is that you can swap out whatever size you want. It's true. It's true. So Although I have. You would look weird with, like, a double a so i don't yeah well in that case i'm just wearing a padded bra um so i actually have yes d cup nope c cups now and then i have f cups for when i feel like going big but i can pull them off too nobody looks at me strange if i have giant breasts going on so nice that's one of the biggest plus sides and everybody's like oh man what would be the thing you'd most want to gain out of like hormone treatment i'm like Breast, yeah, that's boobs. one thing I would totally go for. I want bo- boobs. <laughs> boobs, please. Right, right. Right, may- maybe slightly less chest hair because shaving chest hair is a pain. Ooh, do you want to talk about shaving? Yeah, I suppose we could. <laughs> How's that for you? I, thankfully, unlike my two siblings, am not immensely hairy. I think it was 15 years working in chlorinated pools as a lifeguard that <laughs> nice. sort of burned a lot of the hair off. I can shave my legs once every week and a half, two weeks, and I'm good to go. That's amazing. That it's the amazing. chest hair that's terrible. How long does that take you? Uh, well, now I'm pretty good at it. So I have like a Phillips body groom. All right, so it's one of the electric ones that can trim everything um, pretty quick, and then you can hop hmm. into the shower or whatever and just use your standard razor on it. and It can last a couple days, but... Good to go, and then, <laughs> and then shave in the face. I can't shave every day. It's just terrible. Um, yeah, mine tends to be every two days. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Shaving. <laughs> it's like where we're shaving. That's right, right. I guess one thing I should say is that for years I had a beard, and it wasn't the denial beard. You know the denial beard, right? What's that? Oh, it's when people, they uh, they grow out the beard to be more masculine. Right? So they're oh, sort right, of denying right. that part, and they're like, I'm a man. Um. Right, because a lot of cross-dressers and, or people anywhere in the gender spectrum who aren't 100% cis, right? So a lot of times you'll mm-hmm. see that they mm-hmm. do ultra-masculine things, like joining the army or Ugh. growing out their beard. Right. And I had a beard for years, and it, for me, it wasn't a, I'm a man. It was, I just like having a beard there, nice to stroke. And mm. it wasn't a big beard. Um, and then in the fall, right, when I finally just fully accepted by gender, I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going to shave the beard because it grows back, right? It's not like I'm going to, it's not like it's gone forever if I put a blade to it. And right. So I did some planning because if you have a beard and you haven't shaved it in a long time, we're talking months, years, the skin, have you ever grown out a beard a bit? Yes, I yeah. have. And it grew out way too far. I looked. <laughs> it was bad. My 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 race, racist grandma, rest in peace, uh, called me a terrorist. <laughs> like, oh. Oh, oh. Thanks, grandma. Oh, yeah. Thanks, grandma. Good job, grandma. <laughs> so you know what it's like when you shave a beard the first time. Your face is like, feels way weird, super sensitive. Yep. Ugh. Yeah, so I planned it out and I went and I got the good, uh, right, the brush with the shaving soap. Uh, dug out the old, uh, my grandfather's actual old uh, single blade Gillette uh, safety razor. All right, it's a single blade. 
And mm-hmm. the nice thing of those is that since they only do the one pass, you don't write less irritation, everything else. Like, I mean, it is the way to shave. I I use a five-bladed razor most of the time because it's less work, but those single blade. And as soon as I shaved the beard, like everything really fell into place. And I'm like, yes, right. this is exactly who I am. All those doubts sort of erased. Hmm. So if you have a beard, try shaving a beard. <laughs> Not in January. Worst time of year to shave a beard is January. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially for you. Out yeah, in yeah. Canada. Now, yeah. did you, you didn't you didn't do anything like take hormones or anything to like be more feminine, right? Or anything like to that extent? Never. I thought about actually it. started hormones a few months ago just simply because oh, I was thinking about it. And I went, all right, because it's not like you take a pill and you wake up the next day as a girl. And mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. really sort of made me sort of go, yeah, I can do this was a it's not like it was hard. I just talked to my doctor. He said, oh, go talk to this doctor. And she's like, OK, eh, this, this, this we will run these tests. Good to go. Um, but uh, was that you can stop. You can just oh. stop taking them. Huh. Right. Like, I mean, and that's one thing a lot. I think a lot of people when people are thinking about transgenderism or how far they want to go. They're like, huh, you can I can just if I don't like it, I can just stop. Well, why did you start in the first place? How about we start there? Because I really love boobs. Huh. OK, <laughs> OK. That'd probably be the primary one. Um, and then just to oh. sort of figure out if I want to keep going down that road or not. Three months in now, so I'm up to the dosage where it's like average working dose for somebody who's transgender and transitioning all the way over. And nothing is super exciting is happening. I don't know. Maybe I'll keep going. Maybe I won't. Now, just because you stop like abruptly or even if you wean your dose, aren't there already like permanent changes to your body? Or is that, I, I actually don't know much about it. I'm sure you would or. Yeah. You... Yeah. I did a lot of research okay. into it. So basically, right. The skin changes are right. Softening. That's totally reversible. Um, the uh, fat distribution that goes back. The. Your ability to reproduce mayor and the only thing that they know for sure that's permanent once it gets going is breast growth huh okay so everything else is once you stop taking them it just reverses over a few months and i mean I, i'm not saying people should if you, anybody is thinking of taking hormones go talk to a medical professional don't be ordering on anything online because you could die <laughs> yeah yeah because now we have the informed consent model, which is basically the model where you go, I want this. And as opposed to under the older model where you had to prove that you were all this other stuff, basically now it's like, it's your body. So you have to prove what that you want it and that your health is of a point that you can take it. So if people, if anybody's ever thinking that maybe I want to take hormones, right? The biggest concern is it has an increased uh, impact on the cardiovascular system, right? Your risk of heart attack and everything else goes up. So right, right. make sure you're getting your 30 minutes, five days a week, watching what you eat, right? Just live a healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm, and you could mm-hmm. wait years. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't actually noticed that much aside from some slight skin. And then who knows how far down that road I'll go, because I'm not planning on going all the way off the deep end. What's the deep end? No, going all the way off and getting the whole change, right? Getting all the surgeries. Because you like your penis, you like everything else about you. Yeah, Yeah, I don't hate my penis. It it seems to work fine. You know, Mm -hmm. spouse likes it, so might as well keep it around. (laughs) And your, your wife was okay with you taking hormones. Oh, yeah. No, I talked to her the entire way through. Because hmm. it's a it's a partnership, right? And it's well, was it? I told her at one point. I'm like, look, I the best I can do is slow this stuff down, but I can't stop this stuff. 
right? right the exploring right. and moving into this stuff. And right, cross-dressers, if they ever tell their spouse that, yep, they'll just stop. Hate to break this to you. You're probably lying to your spouse. Um, yeah, right, yeah, you're it's, right. Mm -hmm. Like it's a drive. It's one of those drives. It's, and it's not like we were, as far as I know, it's not like we had the opportunity to uh, pick our character sheet before we started life. All right, we're sitting there playing, setting yeah. up for D and D, and we're like, yeah. "Yeah, I will take uh, moderate gender dysphoria." <laughs> yeah, as the as your uh, skill <laughs> or right. as your as your yeah attribute. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have chosen to be a crossdresser or to be in the gender spectrum, but at the same time, if somebody offered me a pill that would totally get rid of it, I probably wouldn't take it. So you wouldn't do Neo in the Matrix? Got it. No, no, <laughs> no. Oh, I don't know if you want to use that one. That could get into some red pill meninist stuff. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, no, that's interesting because you are maybe the third or fourth guest that I've had that's been transgender. That's been on. Are you on Spiro? What what medication are you on? If yes. you know what I'm asking. Spiro and oh, um. Mm, name's escaping me here for a second. Some estrogen, so estradiol yeah, or something. Estradiol, there we go. Spirit yeah, I called it. Uh, not that I know anything about it, but I just figured that's... Yeah, those are the standard ones that they started yeah. everybody on. Um, but... And the dose can mm -hmm. be tailored. So if you just want a little bit of uh, changes, right, they can tailor it down. If you want to go extreme, you can go all the way up. Are, yeah. And there's no... are there? I'm sure because this is a question that a lot of people who are listening, who are considering transitioning... Or considering, um, you know, what are what is the side effects other than the skin? Like, are you noticing less libido? Are you noticing like higher voice changes? Are you noticing hair oh, the voice doesn't less? change? The, okay, the hair okay. vo the voice doesn't change. Libido's down a bit, but okay, I mean, stuff's still working. So, mm -hmm. I mean, you can get a little bit more done if you're not horny. Um, a little more what? What was that? If you're not horny, you can concentrate on some other things, get some stuff done. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> nipples are a little more sensitive, and that's been about it after about two and a half, three months. Hmm. And because I know some people, they start taking the pills, right? And within 24 hours, they're like, oh, I feel so much better. My mood has changed so much. And it's like, Okay, that's that's the placebo effect. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Yeah, relax. <laughs> um, yeah, because every time I talk to the doctor over video conference, because we're still under the plague times. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I love video conference, uh, video conferencing doctors don't have to go and wait in a waiting room. It's great. Um, she, right, she keeps asking about emotions. How are my emotions? Yeah, I was going to ask that. Go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Almost no change. I haven't noticed. I haven't started crying at movies. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, that, that's far. I'm going to be honest. been a little lackluster. So do you think you're going to increase your dose? I think I'm going to stay at this dose for the next little while. Okay. Okay. Do you, but your your breasts have grown how, how far from how far? Zero. Oh, so then they have my nipples. Happened. My nipples are just more erect. Oh, okay. Uh, three months is normally when stuff might start to kick in. Ah, got it. Okay. So you'll so, keep us updated on. Yeah, I can your... keep you updated. <laughs> uh, or they can go over to my blog at jessieg.ca and my YouTube channel. Yes. Yeah, we're going to do all the pro promo stuff, too. <laughs> Don't worry. We're, promo we're promoting you. Got a couple questions left. Unless you want to. If you have any topics you want to bring up or if you have any questions for me, please feel free to ask or there's something. I... That... Just like to remind everybody that if you are considering mm -hmm. medical intervention, such as hormones, to go and talk to a medical professional. And it's and do you here's a question for you. Would you have wished you started earlier? Yes. OK. Like now that how, said, uh -huh. that said, like, I mean, I knew this stuff when I was 20, so 20 years ago, probably earlier. Um, but at the same time, like, I mean, that would have been mid nineties, late nineties, 2000, somewhere around there. It was a very different world for cross-dressers and transgender people and everything else. There was way more stigma, way more. And the amount since that point that society has changed to be that much more 
accepting and we use the term accepting a lot but a lot of what i found is that people just don't give a shit um you're right they don't <laughs> give a fuck about you because <laughs> yeah. they're too worried about their own shit yeah they don't care the people that do fuck them um <laughs> right right exactly i mean i'm sure there's some places there's gonna be pockets where it's like as we were talking about earlier where it's like nah that isn't a good place to be for that Nope, um, and you get away from that place and go to a place where they do accept you. <laughs> yeah, or at the very least, don't care. Right, right. It's like, I don't even need acceptance. I just need you not to care. Um, and I wish some of the people online, some of the haters and the... Uh, trolls. Yeah, fucking yeah, trolls. The trolls and the... Uh, oh, what are they? The uh, turfs. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, I just wish you guys would just shut up because... Right. What's happening is people that have gender dysphoria or gender, right? Because if you're cross-dressing, you do have some measure of gender dysphoria. Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. If you look at the, if you look at the DSM gender dysphoria, it's going to be every cross-dresser out of, if there's a list of 50 things, they're going to be checking off five or six of them. Right. Right. Doesn't mean that you're going to go all the way over, but it's like, you know, people that are questioning and people that were hating, it's going to push them in depression and everything else, which is why, mm -hmm. again, right. I like to do my blog and I start up doing a YouTube channel just for entertainment value. And like this podcast is really good for that because as I say, hey. mm -hmm. the stuff online, right. And getting those resources and then my research and online communities means that the younger people that may be in a situation where right they have this thing going on but they can't figure it out right the internet is the biggest revolution in communication technology definitely since the printing press it is more revolutionary than television radio and it might be more important than the printing press in the way that we can transmit information two-way between anybody on the planet. Unfortunately, we get right. a lot of crap out there, like right. Nazism yeah. coming back. Oh, yeah. Propaganda. Yeah. Yeah. People bringing measles back for some reason. Yeah. I gotta love that measles and smallpox. Sure, why not? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's get all the diseases that wiped everybody out back. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 I, uh, yeah. I'll skip the Bill Gates thing. No, I'll say it just because I have an opinion. <laughs> hey, Some hey. people are like, oh, he's Bill Gates and the Illuminati are behind the coronavirus because they want to uh, give you the vaccine to put the chip in you so they can track you. Because of the 5G. Believe, the 5G. Yeah, because of the 5G. It all 5G. goes over 5G. <laughs> it's like, listen, if you honestly believe that, you're not the person that they'd be, uh, they'd be tracking. They don't care about you if you believe that. <laughs> you're not worth a chip. Oh, God, for reals. But it's all that stuff coming back online that is so unfortunate. But the just being able to go out to different websites or the right parts of Reddit. I mean, because, right, Reddit, you have the cross-dressing yeah. subreddit, right? That one's pretty good. Uh, trans timelines, that one's really empowering, right? There's a whole bunch of, you can find these spaces where even if you're not interacting with them, even if you're just lurking on them, just being able to read and come back and start to understand and know that it's not just you. For me, was trans, right? It just changed everything. Even if you never talk to any of them, right? It's knowing that it's not just you is amazing. Right, right. Because a really good book for that one is, oh, where did I set that book? It is written by a oh here it is it's actually really interesting it's called uh love lives here and it's by amanda jeanette knox she's a hmm. canadian out of uh ontario and their child uh trans was transgendered and goes for that story and then the husband is also now a wife and it's a really huh. interesting book because there's lots of books, but it's always written from our perspective. Mm. Uh, whereas this one's written from her perspective. Huh. And it's okay. just really good that we have those sorts of resources out there. Yeah. And I mean, that's why, again, why I started the podcast, just because there was no other podcast out there that talked about cross-dressing to this extent that wasn't just 
fetishizing or sexualizing yeah. it as a kink, you know? It's hard to find it right there. Uh-huh. Or transgender ones. Right. And it's it's important that those are out there as well. Like, I'm not diminishing the value that they offer because I feel like, you know, those are those are valid. People want to listen to those. But, like, I was I wanted to come from an angle of, hey, what about the non-sexual kink size, side? Even though I find it, you know, sexy arousing as well. But I'm like, there's other voices out there who just are heterosexual men or you know, transgendered people who don't want to talk about just sex and want to talk about more important issues. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, just the bizarreness of how we, it's not even bizarre, but it's bizarre of how, all right, going home, stressful day at work. Some people, they're right, they go home, they have a beer. I'm in Canada, so some they might go home and smoke some, smoke some uh, marijuana because it's legal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, sometimes people still go dispensary. It's like that's no, the weed store, man. It's right yeah, weed. They they sell weed. You see yeah, the yeah. weed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's weed all over. They have drinks now. <laughs> yeah, they do. Buzz I'm cola like, and this stuff. Yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> when it start just before it became legal, O Henry, the chocolate bar. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. They came out with a special one that didn't have the chocolate coating, and they called it the O Henry 420. Nice, mm. nice. nice. But so there's lots of people where. They'll go home and they'll have a beer or a few drinks or have a toke or do whatever they need to do to relax. And I don't know about for you, but for me, it's get home from work, right? Put on a skirt, something else, and all of a sudden you feel more relaxed. Right. And it's definitely healthier than drinking. Yeah, and it's, it totally is, yeah. And I love scotch. Um, but... It's just more comforting. I do a lot of woodworking, right? The ultra masculine thing, right? I have a beautiful <laughs> wood shop. I make uh, wooden earrings, bow ties, and really masculine stuff. But it's like, yeah, I'll just go and put on my women's jeans, go down there. Who cares? And right, it's just right. that comforting thing that people need to accept because we're still stuck in that thing where, well, if you're into women's clothing, then you want to be a woman. Right. It's like, well, no. Not, not, not necessarily. And then, or, or if you're the underwear clothing, fit. yeah, or if you're into women's clothing, you're, you're, you want to, you want to have sex in it, or this is a kink for you. Yeah. Right. Right. And it's like, yeah, don't get me wrong, lacy bra and panties. Oh, yeah, that is definitely erotic. Probably for women, also. That's the whole point. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. But the rest of the time, yeah, it's just something that's there. We all know it's there. We don't know why it's there. But doing it just makes us feel better and not necessarily in the way of an orgasm. Right. And for some of us, it is. And that's why there's those other podcasts that exist. I mean, I talk about some of mine as well, but it's not the focal point that I want to center this podcast on. And it's not. And the podcasts too that talk about it is always some like girl in the background. It's like, let's talk to so-and-so about their sexual. I'm just like, Okay, that's cool. <laughs> you know? And today we're gonna talk about sissification and how a female led relationship right. can be a positive hey, thing. Did you record that episode? It sounds like the one I <laughs> <laughs> Right, but that's how it that's how it comes off as. And then I was just driving from like from you know, a long drive as well. And then I was looking for a podcast and I'm like, oh cool, cross dressing. And it was that. It was this girl talking to this guy, I think, that was like, Oh yeah, I like to dress like a woman and get fucked and stuff and i was like cool man but like what else is there <laughs> you know it was like three or four podcasts that did that and you're right or if it was a transgendered uh centered podcast um hosts that talked about that as well from a transgender um point of view which is fine that's that's also valid and totally yeah. understandable but like you know from a crossdresser who grew up liking dressing up like i never heard of I never heard of a host that talked like that or I was like, you know what? I'll just talk about myself and see where that goes. And here I am like 50, 60 episodes later. And I'm like, people are liking it. People can relate to it. You've reached out. A lot of other people have reached out. And I'm like, yes, thank goodness. Well, yeah, because yeah, people just need to, which is good. So you're doing good work. I'm in a medium that has been really filled up with it. And then for me, I listen to, um, I don't listen to podcasts. It, I typically listen to podcasts when I'm driving on the highway. 
Right. That's right. the part of the country I'm in. Right. I mean, the next city up Saskatoon, that's a two hour drive. Oof, if I'm going okay. up to Prince Albert, it's another hour past that. And then this last week I drove oh, 3,200 kilometers or about 2,000 miles in Jeez. six days. Yeah. Wow. Mm. A little bit of a you, you, you can use my voice for that 2,000 miles. That's a pretty long drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, right. But if you're driving that long, I like to listen to podcasts on that. Um, right. And then it's like, right, it's like, okay, so I went through Adventure Time. Okay. Listen to this one, this one, and then every once in a while, looking for a new podcast, I do the search of Crossdresser, and it comes up with, huh, this one? No, no, that's uh, Sissification. No, that one is King. <laughs> that one, I guess I can listen to the transgender one, and then you're listening to it, and it's like, it doesn't resonate, and then one day, one of those searches, this one came up, and I'm like, sure, I'll listen to that. I think it's when you were on your second or third episode or something, and yeah, well, it's gotten better. The sound quality has gotten Sweet. better. You've gotten more <laughs> relaxed. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. So, yes, it is a very needed thing that we have because just telling people that it's okay just to like wearing a dress. Right. And I think you're right. The exposure of somebody talking about it, normalizing it, not, sec not necessarily sexualizing the experience when it doesn't necessarily have to or when it doesn't call for it, you know, just like you said, just wearing a dress, hanging out after work in or, bed or just doing your own thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or sorry, I was, I cut you off there a second, but, or even feeling that you have to fetishize it in order to justify it. Right. Right. Because it's like, no, I don't necessarily want to be a woman for the rest of my life. I mean, don't get me wrong. If I woke up tomorrow as a woman, I'd probably be okay with it. If I'd been born a girl, Probably would have been fine with it. Probably would have been a tomboy. <laughs> right, right. But, um, yeah, that it doesn't have to be a sexual fetish. You can just like putting on that gender role. I, I'm using that term in a very specific Irving Goffman way. Um, if anybody mm -hmm. uh, is actually... Uh, Canadian-born American sociologist in uh, the 50s, 60s, he died in the 80s, named Irving Goffman. And he wrote a book, the, uh, the, uh, man, why is it all? Go find it. I'm sure you found you. There's some book in there. <laughs> you got it somewhere. Present, in presentation of self in everyday life. There we go. 1956. <laughs> and the front of the book, like the caption says, the transvestites being arrested. Um, oh, and wow. you go through the book, and it's it was changed everything in anthropology and sociology because it was social sociology, bringing it down to that more personal level. And mm. in it, he's right. It's all about talking about all of us have different roles that we put on, and people, are like, yeah, well, I'm the same person all the time. I'm like, no, 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 no. When you're at work and you answer the phone, do you talk the same way as when you answer your cell phone? Well, no. And so we all have these different roles that we play. Because he uses all the, right, as a theater setup. And he, and as somebody who's, right, a cross-dresser, going through it, and it's like, oh, yeah, we can have many different sides to our personality. And mm -hmm. it's like, no, I don't have to, when I put on a dress, I don't have to do makeup. I don't have to talk all high. I don't have to act all girly. I can just be me in a dress. Yep. And... Mm -hmm. I mean, it's 1956, so as forward-thinking as the book is, it's still 1956. Yeah, still uh, 1956, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some of the language in there, right, is some people, some of those older books that go like, oh, they just use he, and it's like, yeah, it was 1956, that's what they did. <laughs> um, yeah. And then another book that's good by him is Stigma, which relates to it. I mean, it's very, they're reasonably light reads, but they are definitely academic. But it was those sorts of mindsets that really, for me, what we were just talking about is, you can still be you and just like to wear women's clothing or emulate women. You don't have right. to become somebody else. Right. I agree. Mm -hmm. It's like Jesse for me is, it's my middle name, but it's more of a pen name than a femme name. I mean, it's still pretty femme though, but you're right. I can, I can yeah. understand that. Mm-hmm. All right, it's like, oh, it's my middle name. I'll just toss an I on there. There we go. It's uh, the 500-year-old <laughs> traditional spelling of my regular middle name. 
just that <laughs> one extra. It's my online handle. This works. Well done. Very nice. <laughs> How did you choose your name? I think this came up on a podcast, but um, one of my my friend's sister Googled a bunch of names, like a girl generator name. And oh, yeah. she like said, How about Giselle? And I was like, Huh, that's pretty good. And then stuck with it ever since. I was like eight years ago, nine years ago. It made you it feel like a, like you were free, like a horse roaming the prairie. Pretty much, yes. Actually, as you see, my um, name is Rochi Mochi. Actually, I wanted the name Rochelle first. Oh, and why do you move away from that one? Uh, didn't, didn't fit me, yeah. actually. So, well, with Giselle, it seemed better. I tried so Jessica for a little while. Yeah, it didn't do it for me. Sounds too basic. You're, you're more than that, Jessica. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we all try different names and it's like, eh. Yeah, right. There's, yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, maybe I'll try, just try signing my name with it. It's like, eh, eh, no, that doesn't work. I'll go with Jesse. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, no, no. Anyways, well, I'm getting tired. <laughs> cause yeah, I you just worked a shift. Just worked a and shift. And I just got but, back uh, off the highway last night, so. Um, but we'll end it on this. This was great. I would probably have you on another episode. I do eventually want to do a table talk session with, like, two or three other members where we're all just chatting about a certain topic because um, I'm sure all of you guys would have great points on something. Like, if I brought up the idea of, like, gender or something and you guys could have, like, you know, three or four people can just have their talk about this or their experiences with it. And Oh, yeah, know. give us talking points beforehand so I can. Pray. Right, right. For sure, for sure. Down the line, I will, it'll eventually happen. I'm just, I'm just trying to ramp up this stuff, and then we're moving out, and it's a bunch of things that I'm trying to figure out. But um, if you're okay with the future episode, let me know. Um, oh yeah, I'll, no, I should be fine. And our schedules are so busy too, so it's been uh, hectic. But um, I end on you've listened to all my interviews, but I end my interviews mostly with the question of in a perfect world now of cross-dressing sexuality and gender. What does that look like to you, Jesse? The best way that I describe it is for people just not really to care what other people do. Because mm -hmm. it makes no impact on their lives. If I'm wearing a skirt, doesn't matter to them. And even if it comes to the point of, like, I mean, people's sexuality, just as long as everybody, just as long as it's informed consent, I really don't care. So I just wish that everybody else would be a lot more easygoing on not caring. Um, because, like, I mean, you're in the States, I'm in Canada, and there's a strong foundation in these countries for freedom, right? Freedom of choice. Um, United States has freedom of speech, and we have the freedom of expression, which is much broader. But right. um, mm -hmm. we everybody should be able to express or be themselves. And I don't see why other people should really care. We're not doing any harm. So it's only in some of those other people's minds that we're doing harm. We're offending their morality. And to be honest, eh, don't care. Right. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Just don't care. Most people are fine with it. Or as we said, don't give a shit. And it's like, yeah, it's sort of like the hey. best way to be a good ally is just not to mention it. It's a good point. Or help others who are struggling or, you know, that's why now it's for. Well, yeah. And as we were talking about, that's why this podcast exists. That's why, right, we have some blog pages or YouTube or whatever or anything that you can do. You can do it from the safety of your home and you can just put a good comment somewhere or answer something on a message board or log on to Reddit, onto one of the cross-dressing Reddits or one of those, and maybe you can put an upvote and maybe that'll just help somebody who's in a dark place get through it a bit more. And if you they are in a dark place, talk to somebody. Talk to your dog, but talk to a me medical professional. I agree. I agree. Mental well, health is health. It's true. Uh, thank you so much, Jesse. Do you want to shout out your pages, your YouTube, your blog oh, oh man i suppose i should bring up all those <laughs> listings shouldn't i oh. go ahead yes yes and then we'll we'll link that too later on the when the episode's released as well and i'll and i'll heavily promote it too <laughs> you can edit out this dead time right that's fine <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, so my blog is at jessieg.ca. So that's J-E-S-S-I-E-G at dot C-A. My Twitter handle is bygenderjessie on Twitter. So that's yeah, bygenderjessie. I have an Instagram, and that one is jess81g. And then my YouTube channel is a very different link, but if you look up uh, Jesse G, you'll get two of us. Um, there's actually a really interesting woman down in California who does who goes by Jesse Gender. I didn't know it. Uh, interesting. Talk, I didn't yeah. know that. Huh. Uh, she talks a lot about Star Trek and stuff like that, and has a whole bunch of really good stuff on um, gender and everything else. So. You'll either find her and it's a good channel or you'll come up with mine. I will send you the link and then you can put it in the description or whatever. I will. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And yeah. And thank you for having me on and keep going with the good work that you're doing. Will do. And I'll continue to be an ally, like you said, or expose, have the exposure for crossdressers and transgender people. And good luck with your, with your transition. <laughs> if that's what you yeah, so we'll, do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We'll see how far it goes. You can always stop, right? It's true. I could always stop the podcast too, but I've gone too we, far. So. <laughs> we've been transitioning since we were born. We're always changing. It is true. Well, thank you, Jesse. Um, hope you have a great day. I will. All right. Now you go right, to sleep. Will do. Have a good have a good day. I know you're having you friends do. over and stuff. <laughs> have fun. Thanks. All right. Bye. Bye. -bye. And finally, the miscellany. Yes. And that was my talk and uh, almost two hour long conversation with Jessie G, uh, where she talked about so many awesome things uh, about her, her cross-dressing life, her wife, who is her, um, I don't know, common law person. Keep getting, I kept getting that wrong. Sorry, I don't follow the law that great. I also was like, what's common law? But uh, yeah, that was the whole conversation. Hope you guys enjoyed that. This was the second part. Um, yeah, she was just so great at talking, giving a different perspective um, I just love her like canter. The way she talked was just a little bit different <laughs> than I don't know. It just seemed smarter than than what I talk. I don't know. Uh, but she was really knowledgeable and just knew tons about everything about her gender, about sexuality, about I don't know, just living north of the border <laughs> for us. But she was great. Gonna have a couple more curious conversations that I still need to edit, but I will definitely have up. Uh, hopefully in February, uh, bear with me. Uh, I'm on the border of quitting my other job. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to try and work on it, but, uh, that'll hopefully give me up, give me f more free time. And I still have to work on the Patreon for this month with our bonus content, uh, with songs and, uh, bonus episodes that I'm still trying to ponder, trying to rush that in, but, uh, I will get it done. I promise. Uh, I've got 10 days left. What's the 20th? Oof. Uh, but I'll get it done. Um, I love you guys. You guys have been awesome. Thank you for being so patient. I can't thank you enough. Again, I wouldn't be here without you guys. Yeah, and I love you. You guys are amazing, uh, swell people, <laughs> just being so patient. Uh, that's all I really got. Thank you guys for listening. Um, and yeah, and, and as always, keep it fresh, stay blessed, and remember, you're gorgeous. Again, guys, I'm not here to diagnose or treat anything. I'm just here to share my story. Have others come on the podcast to share their story to help you learn about the world of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender a bit more.